about how we were going to drink. I know. And we have, we, we have, we were going to talk about how we're going to drink. So many guests. We're going to have yeah. Frank come in and say hi. And yeah. Sonny's going to come in and say hi. And dude going to come in. Yeah. Hot. We got, we got nothing. 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 We got beyond nothing. We have no <laughs> guests. It's a Monday morning. I've got to work. Kika's got to do stuff. I think so, we're ushering in 100 with the um, with the weight and the gravity that it deserves. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> there you go. But I, so I guess we're just gonna have to surprise you with like a wacky episode sometime soon. But it isn't today. Yeah. So if you were looking for but that, it isn't today. Yeah, we have hey, we have animals. We do. We've got the dog who's gonna be leaving soon. Hold on. Fantastic. Yeah. Good times. I think that's fitting. So, okay, so uh, here we are, and um, I'm a year older since our last episode. Well, I mean, I'm only, right. two weeks, I'm only two weeks older since the last episode, but... Our little Gurk had a birthday, yeah, and birthday. on her birthday, she had it coming out of both ends, and not because of, of imbibing and having a great no. time. No, I woke up, um, I threw up once, and then I just... My um, intestines came out the rest of the day. She had a little food poisoning for her birthday. It's a gift that yeah, keeps on giving. Like but uh, yesterday, you, you made up for it and did your sushi dinner yesterday. Did you have fun? I, oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. Well, just a couple friends and got my, got my feedback on. And it was the most, it's a place I love to go to. It's just really good sushi. But anyway, so but what was nice is that as crappy as I felt, I felt so loved and that was fun. But... I don't recommend getting food poisoning um, oh, ever. or stomach flu on your birthday. Pretty much, well, not even just on your birthday, but pretty much ever because I know that the, the shitty, no pun intended, whatever, the shitty yeah. thing about food poisoning is that it really is practically impossible to tell the difference between food poisoning and the stomach flu. It and is. Because they just, they, they have the exact same symptoms and they both feel equally as awful. And I'm pretty sure I've had both of them. My only difference is I feel like, and maybe this is utter total and utter crap, but my thing is I feel like for me the times where I really, really feel like it was food poisoning, there was an instance where there's a, like an idea of a specific thing of food, piece of food that you ate that you can't, that does not leave your brain. And you yeah. just, you just think like as you're retching and being completely and utterly disgusted, and maybe it's because you're, you know, vomiting that particular food, but there's just something about it that I kind of feel like, because I've had the stomach flu before and I don't remember really yeah, the feeling thing, like, like you focus on that food that you ate. Whereas yeah, I had pre-made like chicken. Like I got, I went and got chicken grilled yeah. at the grocery store. And yeah. it was cooked to the proper temperature. So I don't know if it was that because I only threw up once the next day. Mm-hmm. So I, it could be just that I was nauseous from a stomach bug. Mm-hmm. It lasted 24 hours, but it fucked up my birthday big time because I didn't cancel anything. And, and then um, 
someone I care very deeply about is in the hospital, and so it was just a crappy day, but I got all this love. It was really surreal. It was like, I felt yeah. so loved. It was very kumbaya That's the nice thing. That's nice. the nice thing about Facebook. Really, I think yeah. Facebook is kind of useless because now it's mostly about people, you know, sharing their personal stuff, but also just kind of hawking their wares. A lot of people are trying to be, and I do it too. I mean, I, you know, but everyone's just kind of trying to, I wouldn't really be on there if it wasn't for me trying to like hawk stuff. But um, I think that's the one good benefit from Facebook is that, man, on your birthday, it's just so cool. It was. To see all these people cool. that maybe you haven't even seen or talked to in 20 years, you know, come out of the woodwork to say, and you go, oh, See, I haven't seen them in 20 years, but they're thinking about me. Today. It still takes a couple seconds. I mean, even if you, you, they wouldn't otherwise know if it wasn't on Facebook, but it still takes some time to type out happy birthday with your little pause or say whatever you're going to have. And a couple people actually surprised me with their little messages. And I, you know, like someone said something really nice and I didn't expect it from them. So that was kind of nice. Um, well, you've always been very passive aggressive with me in the past about like, oh, yeah, I'm sure that took you a whole long time to just type out a mm -hmm. quick birthday message mm -hmm. and send it. Instead mm -hmm. of picking up the phone and actually letting mm -hmm. me hear your voice, so mm -hmm. yeah, oh. yeah, uh huh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keith just texted or sent me a message on Facebook because she's a bitch. So yeah, but what was the message? What was the message I sent? <laughs> <laughs> that I know that you're wanting me to call you, and I'm not going to. Basically, <laughs> I don't have a problem. I know you. All these other people, these amazing people who are sending you messages on Facebook, I know you think it's all bullshit because none of them are bothering to pick up the phone and call you. <laughs> and I'm not going to either. <laughs> um, so anyway, so okay, so, we, so we're leading into, bitch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leading into yes. this. So obviously the, it was 24 hours, but things still kind of, you know, my stomach was really cramping or whatever. So the next day or two, I was still having instances, and I had, was visiting this person in the hospital. And they were waiting for me, too, so it was kind of like, you know, whatever. So I used the restroom in the lobby of the hospital before I went up. And as I left, I'm walking, and I'm like, fuck. Do, do I have toilet paper in my butt? Like, so have you, has that ever happened to you where you, like, and I can't go back into the bathroom. i got to get upstairs. On your butt? I always like. There's always a part of me that that doesn't want to be that person where the toilet paper stuck to the bottom of my shoe. I don't know why. I don't do it anymore. But there was a time. There was a period of time where I would check my feet before I left the bathroom because for some reason I maybe I don't know where it that must came have from. happened to you before. Whatever. But I think I saw someone else. It's never it happened to me, so I'm not sure why. But yeah, it's a little mortifying. So yeah, there was a yeah. time where I would check my feet. It seems completely irrational. But you know, which is silly because all that's really saying is that you were in a bathroom. It doesn't. I mean, if toilet no, paper gets stuck to your foot, all please. it's saying is that you were in a bathroom. Every, says nothing Everybody else. poops. Everybody poops. Um, wait, you know, so, so like, how does it, were you wearing a skirt? I don't understand. How no, would it like, stuck to your butt? No, no, no. Like when you're wiping and like a, like you think, like you didn't get all the toilet paper, like a, a, a Oh, a, so not, not a like vis visually obvious to no, anyone else. What? But just what? like, no. Well, that happens. People with, you know, That's women my... wear a skirt. They get their skirt, like, tucked, tucked up into their pantyhose or, like, into their underwear. Or no, they, like, no, no. Paper. When I'm wiping myself, I gather all the paper together. I don't, like, leave this trail of tinsel of toilet paper lagging behind that would ever be hanging out of my pants. Hey, don't that's shame just, them. It that's happens. just shit, foolishness. It happens, yeah. <laughs> shit does. <laughs> that's just foolishness. <laughs> it's tomfoolery. No. Oh. No, I'm talking about like a like a straggler 
square of toilet paper or, or a leaving little, a little tinge of toilet paper and you don't notice it because you get up and then you're already washed your hands and you're out and you start walking and you're like, you feel it in your cheek, whether it's high or low and you're like, and you can't exactly fish it out. Now you're in the hallway. You know what I mean? You're not going to stick your hand back down there because then you're going to go water wash your hand again. And I was just wondering, I'm like, I know this. I'm yeah. not the only person that this has happened to. This no. must happen frequently to people. Nope. Okay, listeners, now's your chance to chime in yet again, <laughs> just like you always do. do you, have you ever gotten toilet paper stuck in your butt crack or, you know, like? I mean, sure, but like maybe a little but bit here or there. But it's uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. No, you but not to a level, walk. but no, nope, not to a level where I'm walking away going, why do I feel like I have a snowball in my butt crack? Okay, no, I'm not I talking don't. about, okay, but I'm like Princess and the Pea. If there's a piece of sand in my bed, I feel it. So if there's even a shard or a scrap, I should say not a shard because a shard would mean a hard object, a scrap of toilet paper in my anus area after I have departed and pulled my pants up, I am going to know about it. And I did. But you know what? I actually never went back and checked. I think the next time I used the restroom, it just resolved itself. So, but I, it's a weird feeling. It's a weird, like you got something in your bum. It's a weird feeling. Just that's, I don't know. I it's just some food for thought of oddities that occur to us as human beings, I guess. First world problem, having a little scrap of toilet paper in your butt. Cheek. Grandma, you're going to have to stop rocking so uh, hard because it's making thumping noises. Oh, I'm sure that in like countries that don't have readily available toilet paper, they would love, you know, you know, people go, I know people in Ethiopia that would love to have that problem. So I bet maybe, I don't know if Ethiopian people use I know, but really paper. does that, but I, I get that. I mean, when I'm down in my like deep, dark, depressing place sometimes that I go to when you're just feeling sorry for yourself and you have those days where it's just it doesn't happen very often but but when you're just having a pity party there's that part of you that's like poor me and blah blah that was me on my birthday but the thing about it is is that when you know for for even your brain even if you're saying it to yourself and someone else isn't saying it to you like there are people starving and or there are people who would love to have toilet paper to wipe their asses in Africa Mm -hmm. somewhere Yes, I fully comprehend that I'm being ridiculous. I, I, I am in check with that, but sometimes you need to be able to have a pity party without someone, you know, Africa shaming you. Because it's not that it takes or away anywhere, right? Takes anything away from what other misery that people are going through. But sometimes, you know, you're allowed to have your own because that is to say, that's to basically say, you Girk are never ever allowed to be miserable or feel bad about anything that happens to you because there's somebody out there who has it worse. And you go, and this is, yeah, yeah, okay. This is kind there's of a I'm time going. and a place for that pep talk, but right now, when I'm in the depths of my pity party, I'm allowed to have it. Not for a very long time. My household, you get a day, and then you got to pull your shit together and move on, but um, you get a day. But then, then, then when you're coming out of it, then you can kind of like, pull me up by my bootstraps with your Africa shaming. But before right. that, no. But no. here's the other thing. It, you know, if I'm going to hang myself on that cross and nail myself up good, I don't need you fucking coming over with two more crosses from, you know, Africa and South America <laughs> to, <laughs> to diminishing my, my hanging myself on the cross. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yep. Don't, be yep. bumming, don't be bumming my, my bum. Don't be, don't be slowing my buzz roll. My buzz roll? No, my, my buzz light. kill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so I have a public yeah. service announcement. Huh? I have a, I have a PSA, actually. PSA. Yeah, PSA. What is uh, listen, folks, uh, Oreo, over the last couple of years, have been, has been making different varieties of Oreo Oh, cookies. I know where you're going with this. 
I know where you're going with this. Does this have anything to do with the uh, impending holiday? Yes. Yep, I know exactly where you're going with this. So, you know, they've been doing like birthday cake Oreos or, you know, double fudge mint or whatever. And just in time for Easter, they have Peeps Oreo cookies. Now, listen. like fun. They must be hurting because uh, I guess it's taken, what, 100 years or however long those cookies have been out for people to finally go, wait a minute. I'm eating lard and sugar. I'm just basically eating sugar-flavored lard because mm-hmm. Oreos are vegan. When I did my my short vegan six-month vegan stint, I uh, ate a lot of Oreos. I, I hung the hat on Oreos because I was like, "Listen, I can't do it all. I'm not going to go sugar. I'm not going to like go off sugar and be a vegan. So if I'm going to be a vegan for six months, you are not going to take my sugar away. And I mm-hmm. I would buy the occasional Oreo just to like wallow in it because they're vegan, but it's a little scary that they're vegan because what the fuck is that stuff on the inside made out of? It's hydrogenated. It's hydrogenated oil, I think. It's, it's oil. It's oil it and sugar. Be beef. It used to be beef. It used beef to be beef tallow. Sugar. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was beef tallow, which is what McDonald's French fries used to be fried in, and then they got ousted, and now they don't do that anymore, and the French fries aren't as good. But yeah, it was basically lard and sugar. Gross. But yeah, so um, now it's just hydrogenated oil, which is even so now much it's better oil and you. sugar. But they were they were trying that I have myself have not tried the Peeps flavored Oreos. They were disgusting. Want to. No, I hear they're delicious. But uh, yes, I was gonna say I was watching them on the Today Show the other morning. They were trying them and they said that it didn't necessarily taste like a peep. It just tasted like marshmallow. It's just a marshmallow filling. Okay. I can I gotta tell you, that's gotta be a lot better than hydrogenated sugar oil. You know, I, I'm going to digress for a second because if I'm going to get myself an Oreo, it's going to be a double stuff. And I have noticed that the oh, double like stuff is not double. It's the double Anymore. stuff is not no. double. No, it just are they like cheaping out on you? Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I do love marshmallow though. I'm not a Peeps person. Mm-mm. I don't I like. I like them stale. They have to be like hard and. Oh rock. no, gross! No, I don't like. No, but that's li- disgusting. Listen, listen. I just need to. This is the PSA of this. This wasn't just like oh, a, a brandy. There's actually a PSA. Okay. So one, as you can imagine, with the food coloring, it's going to turn your tongue purple or pink or whatever color that they're using. But folks, yeah. and I do say this with the pun intended, but folks, it's going to turn your poop pink or purple as well. Who told you that? I read an article about it just the other day about how the peeps are making yeah, your fecal matter pink. So peeps in general or just the food coloring that they're putting in the Oreos? Apparently the food coloring that they're having. Listen, I've eaten myself, I've eaten myself a lot of yeah. peeps in the day. And, has and you I pooped, have, not, have you pooped not, peeps? Not, no. And you know I look at my poop on occasion when I need to for health reasons. That's even more disturbing. I just don't understand the whole, I don't know. But there's nothing, but there's nothing. It's all chemicals anyway. I know. So, healthy about so listen, if you're really hunkering for uh, Oreo flavored peep, be on the lookout for some different colored poop. Now, maybe that's fun. Maybe you should throw some glitter. We talked about that one time on the show, that you can eat this certain glitter and it makes your poop glitter. So maybe if you want to eat a couple of peep Oreos and some glitter for your poop, your toilet, you can have a party in your toilet, I guess. Uh-huh. Party in your toilet. Welcome to the 100th episode, folks. Right back to where I always go, right to the shitter. So listen, I'm going to tell you, I... And not only mildly in a kind of midlife crisis-y kind of way, I have decided to go back to school and take some photography classes. Good. And so I had done the extension classes and whatever, but, you know, that shit doesn't stick with me. You take a four-week class and I forget all of it. 
So I decided to check out the uh, the local community college. Yeah. And luckily they have some night classes because a lot of stuff. I, there was one time where I looked at it for piano. I thought, I want to take some cheap classes because it's cheap. Um, but all the classes are in the middle of the day because, you know, <laughs> students apparently don't have kids and husbands Job. and jobs. Yeah. Um, some of them do. But... The so they had some night classes. So I have been taking. I'm only a few classes in, but I got to tell you, how is it? It's fascinating from a like purely sociological standpoint because mm-hmm. I'm so far removed from the millennial generation. I have younger kids. My kids are you know, um, ten, twelve, and thirteen. So they're not like the little itty bitties. But I don't have. Millennials. I don't have twenty, you know, the twenty-year-olds or the, even the late teens. So it's just yeah, very. Your kids, aren't, your kids aren't millennials, are they? They're in that whatever generation. No, I don't know what the I don't know what the new generation is, is going to be named. I, you know what? I have to be honest. I really hate. I have to be honest. I can't. Eat, we talked about this too. I think I can't stand generalizing a group of people by a name like that. It really bugs me. By the baby boomers, Gen X, millennials. It so compartmentalizes yeah, I people. I can't stand it. I don't care so much about that because it's you know it just gives you it gives you a topic of conversation for the different um, for the different generations. I honestly don't remember them all. I think I know, with the I millennials, really, I don't think the that millennials. It's different though because with the millennials, it is a different generation and and it's a different it's a different way to that to grow up than we grew up. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, I was playing video games with the kids. You know, I, I don't play video games ever. And I, and I was playing video games with the kids. And, um, and it really, it was such an eye-opener because I don't know anything about video games. And I'm really not interested in them. It's fun when you're playing them for a little bit. And we got into the Wii when we first bought the Wii. And that was, like, really fun because there was stuff that you could do. And you did it together as a family. You bowled or you, you know, you did the Does anyone different use those anymore? Because I've got one to sell. No. Yeah, that's the thing. No one ever uses them anymore. So, and it was such a big thing. We have so much money that we just dumped on the drain. Anyway, so I'm playing video games with the kids, and it's this one where you're racist. It's kind of like soccer, uh, but not really. You're in cars, and you have to hit this big ball, and you have to get it into the different goals. And it's so difficult to control the car, to hit the, you know, you've got the controller, and you're trying to control it, but it's all over the place. It's not easy to do. And the kids are just whizzing around like it's no big deal. And there's things, there's bells and there's whistles and there's things going off and there's, you have to pay attention. And when this is up for like two seconds, you have to hit this button and that button and you have to, and you have to try to figure out like where the goal is. And it's very disorienting. And I'm doing, I'm playing it going, it's fun, but I'm really bad at it. And it's, it's a little disturbing to me how good the kids are at it because there's a part of me that's going, this is either, really good for their brains or really bad for their brains because it's the ultimate in the ADD generation. It mm. is such a spe- like a specific example of what we're doing to fuck up our kids' brains and how we're rotting them out because I'm sure there's parts of that that are really good to be able to multitask and do all this stuff, but it's, uh, it's just the music is going and this, and it's just an assault on all of your senses. It's so crazy. So yeah, so let's create more anxiety in people. I love that. Right. 
So I mean, so I know that you're saying that you don't like to you don't like to to judge an entire group of people, but I'm not I'm not judging, and I'm not generalizing. I mean, I, I am generalizing about a group of people, but I think it's also kind of helpful to look at it and go, yes, millennials. And my little sister technically is on the bubble of being a millennial because I think millennials are now, if I'm correct, all the way up to like 33, 34, 35 years old. Yeah, they don't know. See, this is this is why I think they're aging. I mean, it's, it's wishy-washy. No, but it's such an arbitrary bullshit thing. It's like. Well, did it end in 84 or 86? Did it end in right. 82 or 84? Or I think some or... people more, you know, it, it doesn't matter. But I just laugh because I think technically she's on the bubble of still being a millennial. But she jokes around about it because she was in class. You know, I'll call her and say, oh, my God, this is crazy. Like, this is what it's like to be in school now? Because it's been, sad to say, <laughs> it's been 25 plus years since I've sat in a classroom and um, and she's, you know, going out, she's got master's and whatever, doctorates or whatever. She's, she's been a professional student her entire life. And I'll also call my other friend who actually teaches at a city college level and yeah. is a professor. And I call her and say, oh, my God, I am, so, I am so sorry. I have so much respect for what you do right now because these kids are ridiculous. In They're what so some of them are just so kind of entitled and very, um, very much like there was this one gal, and I'm just going to use her as an example of, of all of the students because it was a night class and it's a city college and it's an elective, it's photography. So I thought for sure there was going to be people of all sorts of different ages there. Yeah. Not really. Nope. No, not really. Nuh-uh. I'm pretty sure I'm older than the teacher, which is, feels so good. Okay. It's awesome. Um, because she made a comment about taking photography, uh, taking her first, like, photography 101 class back in 95. And I was like, yeah, back in okay. the day. Well, if she was an undergrad in 95, then that means I'm older than her. Um, so there's that, which, whatever. I don't necessarily care so much about that. It's just an interesting study in 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 the... Just, I don't know, like, my little sister says that when she takes class, you know, they're the, they're the people who bring their, their laptops and they, you know, they type all their notes, which I think is a little crazy making because the noise is a little obnoxious. But also, um, I can type really fast, but my autocorrect would be autocorrecting stuff, and I, I take notes in, like, a shorthand. Yeah, so do I. I scribble. So that would be annoying. But my little sister was saying that she, at one point, she was in class and it was she was next to this gal and it was just like, click, 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 click. And she finally had to look at her and say, could you stop doing that, please? It's really distracting. And the gal just went, oh, I'm sorry. It's, that's the only way I can focus is if I, you know, if I'm doing something else at the same time. Now, my little sister is uh, basically is graduating this year with a degree in um, she's going to be a nurse practitioner, psychiatric nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. So these people are taking psychiatry and psychology classes. And, she, and my little sister wanted to look at her and go, we're in a psychology class. You know that's fucking bullshit. You know right. it's bullshit. That's right. right. You can't focus because you're surfing the Internet at the same time. You're not right. focusing. Right. So I'm, I'm sitting in this class, and I'm a nerd because I haven't been in school in forever, so I'm, like, all prepared, and I have all my stuff, and I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to do an assignment. What do you mean? There's no homework? I want to go do – I want to, like, go shoot something. Go do, I was very disappointed that there was no homework. And, um, 
you know, there's extra credit. I went and did the extra credit, and I'm just a dork. And this gal sitting next to me on the very first day of class, I was just kind of watching her because there was something about it where you're walking down the aisle and you're going, do I want to sit next to this person? It's kind of like right. in the, air, the, air, the airline, you know, when you're on the airplane, do I want to sit next to this person or this person, this person or this person? I want to sit next to that person because she seems like she's at least a little bit older. No one comes even close to, to my age, but maybe she's a little bit older. She seems more mature. Oh, crap. Like there's no seat next to her. Now I have to sit next to this person. And I, there, everything about me said, don't sit next to this chick. There's something, like, there's just way too much millennial coming off of this woman. And uh. so she's, I'm, you know, listening. And granted, in her defense, the entire first hour of the first class, the teacher, the professor read the syllabus aloud to us. I don't need the syllabus to be read Oh, boy. It was two pages, it. two pages front and back. There was parts of it that I understand needed some explanation. But, I don't, you know, come on now. So Skippy next to me starts, uh, she's on her phone. Now, granted, one of the very first things on the syllabus was no cell phone use of any kind, no texting, no emailing, no nothing. So she's on her cell phone. And she's not even, like, on a specific thing. She's not checking her emails. She's not opening out, closing out, opening out, closing out, opening out, closing out, scroll, opening out, closing out, opening out. And she just kept doing that. So now I'm just kind of, I'm going, okay, all right, all right. And she kept asking questions that the professor had just, had just answered, just talked about. And she would, she would say something. And the professor's super sweet, never, never made a comment. But in my mind, I'm like, really? She just answered that question. And you're wasting our class time and you're, you're not paying attention. Her. So then finally, the professor finally gets to the lecture. And it's like, I'm going to do a short lecture because we're going to go see the lab, whatever. So she gets into her lecture. And now... Girlfriend has landed on an app, and she's decided that she's, you know, she's found one. So now we're actually in the first lecture. She clearly, some people in the class, obviously, this is a prerequisite for all other classes, so you have to take this class, the beginning photography class. There's different levels in there. Some people, like myself, who've taken, you know, who know my way around a camera, but there's other people who clearly, like, have taken classes somewhere else. She clearly does not know anything about cameras or I, at this point, I'm pretty convinced not a lot, computers, technology, just social graces, anything. So she um, should be paying attention at this point, and she's not. She's landed on an app, and at this point now, all of my focus is on her. And I'm staring, I'm just ah. watching, watching what she's doing because I realized, oh, yeah, uh-huh, she's landed on Snapchat. And she's now scrolling through she's got her face in the screen and she's putting different things on herself different faces and different hats and oh my making, god she's making faces at herself in the phone i it took all everything i could muster to not slap the phone out of her hand and say do you have any idea how grateful you need how much gratitude you need to have that you're actually here right now do you know how hard it is out in the real world i've been out there it's hard you need to pay attention and be grateful that you're here right now and you're a student be appreciative you go i, I did it i didn't do any of those things wait here i'm i'm like thinking that you did this you didn't do this no, I didn't do any of those things, but I, because I would have disrupted the entire class, but I wanted to. Being the oldest person in the class, I wanted to be like, it's fucking hard out there. Be grateful. This, this time, this short period of time you have as a student and being in college, 
this is it, man. This is the last little remnants of how much fun you're going to be able to have and not have all sorts of responsibility. Appreciate it. Put your fucking phone down. <laughs> all right. Well, that I can go with you on. Well, I, I mean, that, I, it's seriously, because then at one point in the next class, uh, we get a break in between the, there's an hour lecture and a two hour lab where you're doing, you know, where you're actually doing the photography. And there's a short, you know, there's like a 20 minute break. So it's, of course, as soon as the break's on, I look around and everybody's on their phones. Every single person in there was on their phones. And I thought, okay, well, this is sad. No one talks to each other anymore. No one gets to know each other. Listen, I grabbed my phone too. But at one point I'm like, I use the computer because there's, it's an arts class technically. So every single seat has a gigantic, you know, Apple screen and a computer at it. Oh, and so, okay. uh, so I thought, oh, internet. So what do I do? I go to Pinterest and start looking up crockpot recipes because I really wanted to find a new crockpot recipe. <laughs> so now, see, that's my point. So you're not any better than they are. No, I was totally stereotyping myself because I'm like, the millennials are all on Snapchat and tweeting and, and checking, their, um, checking their text messages and the old gals over looking up crockpot recipes for what to feed her family. Oh, boy. <laughs> but... It has continued. I, in, the, in the classes since the first class, I have sat on the opposite side of the classroom from Skippy the Pinhead and <laughs> Millennial Millie. And, um, and, uh, and she has continued. She continues to ask questions that the teacher just Six or seven a class where the, the professor would have just mentioned whatever it is that she's talking about. Or she gets lost. And, you know, because we're supposed to follow along. There's PowerPoint. And you have to follow along because you're learning different software. Right. And um, you're supposed to be following. She gets lost. And then she does this weird kind of like, I don't know if it's a millennial martyr thing, but she does this weird kind of martyr thing where it's like, well, I don't want to take up any. I'm, now I'm taking up too much time. I don't want to. I, you're busy. You're, you're clearly busy, so um, I'll, you know, I'll figure it out. And it's like, what? what's happening? And then I'd be like, that's really thoughtful of you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, moving on. And the, uh, Yeah, whatever. I could just go on. I, I, at I know, one point I was like, like I could seriously write a, a book, a small novel on just the three classes I've had so far and being around this particular person. Well, there's because there's someone. There's, there's always someone that bumps you. There's always somebody, but there's that sense of entitlement of like, well, how much is the book going to cost? Well, is the book in the library? Yeah, there's the, you know, the textbook is in the library. Oh. Well, am I going to be able to check? I probably won't be able to check it out, will I? That's I mean, what I'm, she was probably during your class? Yeah, during the first class, she was oh, basically, yeah. basically bitching about, she was not really bitching, but she was doing that passive-aggressive martyr like, oh, well, how many of them are there, though? Are there enough? For people to check them out. Well, good luck with the class. Yeah, and you'll have to let us know. I don't sit next to her anymore. I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you posted on my on my my memoirs of a middle aged student. (laughs) All right, this is just gross to me, but so I know we talked previously on the show about uh, the sex dolls that are like mannequins. They're yeah, they're like dolls. eight grand, and they yeah, have fifty five hundred is like the, yeah. the, the, the bottom of the barrel, right? Yeah. So if you're feeling adventurous, adventurous when you go to Barcelona, Spain, you can now go to a brothel that has these dolls. 
Come on. It better be bargain basement cheap. Otherwise, why wouldn't you just go get the real thing? No, and for $167 an hour, you can fuck one of these dolls. But for $167 an hour, you could get a live person. You could go to the you Bunny could. Ranch in Vegas. But I, guess I mean, obviously, they're in whatever. Barcelona, but you don't have to talk to them. Yeah, but they're, you're paying them. You just say, here's 150 bucks. Don't speak to me. And put this bag on your head. <laughs> yeah, and they want you to wear condoms, but they, they do give you the disclaimer that they will make sure that they thoroughly disinfect this. Dom. They want you to wear a condom. So, wait, hang on. Mm-hmm. So, not only are you paying $167 to fuck a doll as right. like it's just going to lay there, but you don't even get the benefit of not having to wear a condom with it. Right. And then I'm thinking about, I'm like the disgusting with saliva. I mean, all the bodily fluids, like there's absolutely no fucking way that I would get anywhere near this doll ever. That's nasty. Okay. That's so nasty. Think about, okay. So think about that friends. I guess that yeah. wraps up episode 100. Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. Go forth. Listen, I'm coming back from some kind of illness. I got, I got, I don't think I have much more. Maybe I'm, I'm going to tell you one quick thing. One quick story that I saw in the news that I thought was hilarious that, um, uh, that I didn't know about octopi. Are you familiar with, with the, the, apparently the octopus is a very intelligent, is a fish? It's a fish. Octopus is a fish, right? It's not a mammal. Okay. Um, it's a, it's a uh, they're very very intelligent and apparently they're very inquisitive. So if you put yeah. stuff in the tank with them, they will dismantle it and take it apart. Oh and yeah, I've heard that. Okay. There was a there was a, a zoo or an aquarium or something where there was a, an aquarium that they that that the octopus was in a tank that this famous octopus was in that they left open a little bit yeah. and the next day it was gone and the the Look. forensic the forensic science that they did and the little suction cups and the watermarks it basically <laughs> it got out it got out. It skittered across the floor to a drain that drained out into the ocean and <gasps> fucking set itself free. <laughs> it did a Shawshank Redemption. It's Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> now that's something good to end the show on. And it was, it was like, I was like, oh, God, it committed suicide. But then I realized that they actually had rescued the octopus from the ocean in the first place because it got tangled in something. And instead of like, Setting it free back into the ocean, they thought, no, we're going to put it in a tank. Fuck that. It's, we're never going to let it see freedom again. So this is like an a, octopus who can clearly handle its own. It was like ocean. a Finding Nemo because that's like in Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Also, I want to know that the octopus name was Andy Dufresne. <laughs> <laughs> he Shawshank Redemption it out of there. Good for him. He Shawshank Redemption it out of there. So I had to leave you with that little That's like, a great one. All right, right, you guys. Thanks for joining us on episode 100. We've got a lot coming and going on this year, so we'll bring some good stuff in our after 100 episodes. This so. was a shorty. It was a shorty, but a goodie. And uh, and go forth and be good people this week. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Someone who's clean with a dirty mind.